0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. We have a lot of news to discuss, a lot of games to recap, a lot of things going on around the baseball world. We'll just give you a high-level discussion of the big hits because you need to stay in tune. And this is where you come to stay in tune with baseball. Let's jump right into it. So, Grayson Rodriguez, the Orioles' top prospect, former top prospect, I guess, because he's graduated from... Prospect status, because he's been in the bigs this season for nine starts. They've optioned him down to AAA. His early big league struggles have sent him back down to the minors. So on Friday night, the Orioles lost 12-2 to the Rangers at Camden Yards. So they optioned him to A Norfolk right after the game. Rodriguez is a 23-year-old right-hander, and he allowed eight earned runs in three and a third innings in the defeat which raised his ERA to 7.35 through his first 10 MLB starts so needless to say with an ERA like that he's going to need some more seasoning in the minor leagues but I don't expect this to last for too long honestly I mean this is not the first time that a top prospect struggles in the bigs and then has to go back down to the minors to tinker with some things or you know figure some things out before they're up again. Grayson Rodriguez is 23 years old he's going to be fine I talk about Pedrillo all the time. You know, He's a top prospect for a reason. His first cup of coffee in the bigs wasn't so successful, but that doesn't really mean much in the grand scheme of things, quite frankly, because this is someone who the Orioles are going to lean on heavily in years to come, most likely. So now that he's seen the big leagues, he knows what he needs to do to get better. He's probably going to review all his film again and see what kind of mistakes he was making. I mean, I'm looking at some of the mistakes he was making just... Leaving the ball out over the zone, you know, that's obviously going to bite you. Uh, and and uh, Big league hit his own miss in the way that minor leaguers might. So he'll adjust and he'll be back up. But, you know, as I said, the Rangers beat the Orioles by a score of 12 2 at Camden Yards in Baltimore. But he, you know, Rodriguez did have some some decent starts, but, you know, they were just looking for him to be decent. Looking for him to be very good. And a 7.3 ERA after 10 starts, I think that's enough of a sample size to say that he's just not ready right now. Staying in the AL East, let's talk about the Boston Red Sox. So the Red Sox are out in Arizona, part of their West Coast trip. Game one of these, uh, of, of the series against uh, the D backs. Red Sox took that one and they win it behind Tristan Cassis with his third career three hit game to help bring Boston's bats alive. Kiki Hernandez also added a two-run homer. Alex Verdugo, RBI single. Not a bad way for him to break a slump, especially considering he was back in his home state with about 20 of his family members under the roof at Chase Field. So, good for him. On the mound, it was Mr. Chris Sale. So, you know, it actually looks pretty impressive when you account for the fact that Chris Sale was not feeling his healthiest after dealing with a stomach issue all week. And he said, everyone gets sick and has to go to work. So you got to do what you got to do sometimes. Yeah. I mean, he only had three punch outs, but he looked good. I mean, Sale has been quietly improving over the past month or so. His numbers have been way better than we saw in April to start the season. So on Friday, remember, they're playing against a good, a very good D-backs team. A D-backs team that is second in the West. But on Friday, Chris Sale goes five in innings, one run run, And now his ERA is, you know, slowly coming down a little bit he's got a 472 era but big bats in this game were definitely tristan Cassis and alex verdugo verdugo three hits and Cassis three hits as well staying in the ales let's talk tampa bay rays tyler glass now is back so this is a huge huge development for the team with the best record in baseball the tampa bay rays and I'm, I'm not gonna say the team with the best record in baseball that's not, that's a bit disrespectful i'm gonna flat out say the best team in baseball because that's that's what they deserve to be called. So the best team in baseball, the Tampa Bay Rays, get Tyler Glasnow back just in time for a marquee matchup against the Dodgers. One of the best teams in the National League. It's a 2020 World Series rematch. So Glasnow will make his season debut on Saturday afternoon at Tropicana Field in the second of a three-game series against the Dodgers. And he's going to do so against Clayton Kershaw. Both these guys squared off in games one of five of the 2020 World Series. Obviously, since then, Tyler Glass now has had Tommy John surgery. So, you know, he, he had Tommy John surgery in 2021, and he was sidelined early this spring with a left oblique strain. But he's back now. The Rays are thrilled to have him back in the mix. I mean, the last time he was a mainstay in Tampa Bay's rotation, he was arguably the most dominant starting pitcher in the American League. I mean, if you look at his first 14 starts of 2021, he posted a 2.66 ERA. With a 0.93 whip. So let's keep an eye out on Tyler Glass now. See how he pitches In in his return to the big league mound. That's a big development for the best team in baseball. If we head to New York, Yankee Stadium hosted the San Diego Padres. So the first deck at Yankee Stadium could not contain Juan Soto and Fernando Tatis Jr., on Friday night. And by the way, yeah, I just, yes, I did stay in the AL East. I think we've talked about every team except the Blue Jays so far, but it was all Padres in the Bronx as the Yankees were hosting the Padres and the Padres won 5-1. Juan Soto visits that deck, that first deck at Yankee Stadium. Fernando Tatis Jr. hits a two-run homer. I mean, he, he goes out of the yard. I mean, Tatis heard plenty of booze. He I mean Yeah, that's that's gonna happen when he goes on the road, right? But he's quite literally shrugging them off. That does not seem to phase him whatsoever. I mean, he missed the first few weeks of the season, but he's got eight homers, and I think that he's going to catch up. I think we're gonna see Fernando Tatis among the league leaders in home runs by the end of the season. Because if you look at his numbers right now, he's just he's just heating up. He's got nine homers, he's got a seven ninety four OPS. You know, that's not as good as what we're used to seeing from him. But I think that uh, we're, we're going to see something special as the season goes on. And he gets more ABs under his belt. But Padres end up getting a 5-1 victory. Big series in the Bronx. You know, That's prime primetime matchup right there. Yankees yeah, and Padres. Craig Kimbrell. We're moving on to National League now. Craig Kimbrell became the fastest... Sorry, the third fastest in history... To reach the 400 save mark, so we saw Kenley Jansen get his 400 save about a week ago, or yeah, about a week ago or so, maybe two weeks ago. Now, Craig Kimbrel does it. He's the third fastest to do it. I mean, not many pitchers are even in that 400 save club. Mariano Rivera, Trevor Hoffman, Lee Smith, K. Rod, John Franco, Billy Wagner, and Kenley Jansen are the other guys. So there's seven other guys. Kimbrel became the eighth. But only Mariano Rivera and Trevor Hoffman got there in fewer games. So as far as, you know, yeah, games played, doing it as fast as possible. That is what we saw with Craig Kimbrell. So 400 save, did it for the Phillies out there in Atlanta, which is also fitting. I mean, doing it in Atlanta, that is where Craig Kimbrel came up as an Atlanta Brave. That's where he made his name. And you know, doing it, doing it there, that's, that's got to be special for him. Uh, it just seemed perfect. That's where he began his career. As a matter of fact, he made his first career appearance for the Braves on May 7, 2010 against the Phillies at Citizens Bank Park. Now he does it for the Phillies against the Braves in Atlanta. So, number 400 in ATL. That's that's awesome. Shout out to Craig Kimbrell. Future Hall of Famer. I think so. I definitely think he's going to be a future Hall of Famer. I mean, I don't see why not. I mean, he's, it's a position in and of itself, right? Being a closer, you can't just look at him as a reliever. He's a closer and the best closer of a generation so he's going to be in the hall of fame someday so shout out to craig kimbrell those are our updates here we are you know mid-weekend but those are our updates right now that's going to do it for today folks enjoy the games because that's you know that's what we're here for if you enjoyed this please share with someone who would be interested and we'll see you next time on baseball connection